Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oh, what if I told you everything you know about the world is wrong? What if I told you that all the things you believe to be impossible are in fact very much possible? Reality is not what you think it is. It's so much more complicated fascinating and above all boy howdy is it terrifying we are at the fringes of the map oh yeah and there's more than just dragons unfortunately as everyone else goes to bed dr kitten you are regretfully still forced to man your post oh yeah no that's fine you know i get to stay awake and think about things you head over to the map room the map room has an elevated section to it where you step up onto a little platform and there is a like a dome. So it's got a view all around you. So you can see the horizon in every direction. And then a big glass ceiling where you can see the night sky above you. And you use that with a... You've got like a, a, like a special charting machine that tracks over that glass. And you can write down observations, make notes, and observe star patterns. Unfortunately, due to the snowstorm, oh. all you see is a flurry of white outside. <laughs> I'm just thinking about what I will do because I can't see the stars, and that is to remember my favorite games by the North Dakota Fighting Hawks hockey side that I have seen. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, <laughs> despite despite the fact that you can't see the night sky, you still are getting the slow, steady readout from the the whole sensor all around the base. Is anyone else up, or is it just me at this point in time? Most other people go to bed. You can probably, through the white of the snow, oh, actually, you getting your glasses is going to be a whole fucking thing. (laughs) Because it's a snowstorm, it's night out. Lieutenant Brewer, Lieutenant Brewer looks at you and you can see he's quite clearly torn. It's actually genuinely a little dangerous to go outside, but he wants to, he made a promise and he wants to help you find your glasses. Do, Do I give him an out? You can if you want. I mean, do we wait until the morning to, when it's safe? I don't know. You can if you want. It is genuinely a bit dangerous to go out right now. <sighs> I, mean, I can't really see. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's All go. Right. Just letting you know as well, Dr. Boxley, mm. you are watching them gearing up to go outside. It is dangerous. You may want, if you want, mm-hmm. you can join them and try to help your Maybe friends. I don't know if you've decided. Okay. What's if great they're enemies? You were so friendly to the Russian man, but you fucking hate me. Because <laughs> you're too optimistic, I figure. Yeah, no, I get yeah, that. That yeah. gets under his skin. So I try harder. Um, you all right there, Grandpa? Uh, I mean, i got to go out there and find my glasses. I can barely see. 
You need a hand there? Oh, six eyes are better than the two bung ones I've got, I tell you. <laughs> Lieutenant Brewer laughs at that. He thinks that's funny. <laughs> the three of you step out into, obviously, thoroughly rugged up. <laughs> you step out into the snow. The Arctic Snow Cruiser, or the rat, sorry, I'm so sorry, the rat box, <laughs> is you. over by the vehicle building. There is a series of stakes stuck into the ground with a rope strung between them to help you guide your way. And you can see they each of them are powered and make like a little flashing light so you can see where you're going in the snowstorm. You holding onto the rope, all three of you make your way towards the vehicle shed. Yep. Meanwhile, Dr. Kitten. Oh, yeah. The geomagnetic... Oh, that was a great game of hockey. <laughs> the geomagnetic readout... Begins. Oh, this is uh, real interesting. All of the electromagnetic sensors are lighting up with extreme readouts. You have encountered this before. It means that they're busted. <laughs> oh, you, you need to just go out, turn them off, turn them on. How many are there? There's eight in total. Okay. Uh. Is there anyone around? I think everyone else would be going to bed right now. I mean, you could wake someone up if you wanted to. Is anyone like, they might be on their way to bed, but is anyone like just sort of loitering around doing dishes or reading a book before actually, they go to bed? Uh, actually, I would say that Lieutenant Brewer and Dr. Boxley and Richie Brain, all three of them are only just now, they've literally just opened the door to go out. Oh, and I, I could go with them. If you wanted to, yeah. Oh, just uh, hold up there, fellas. I got to oh. come out and I'll reset the uh, reset the little doohickey. So uh, just give me like uh, two seconds. I get my boots on. They patiently <laughs> wait, I guess, <laughs> while patiently. you get your boots on. Eight eyes are better than two. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I tap the machine. It's mm-hmm. doing the readout. Oh, I'll be back, sweetheart. Off we go. And I uh, come with you guys. You make your way. Towards the vehicle shed first. Oh, do, do you do you push to do your thing first? You could yeah, yeah. I I I I sort of go with these guys and I oh I'd keep an eye out for your glasses. Maybe I dropped them near one of the doohickeys. <laughs> Did and he uh, say maybe he dropped them? No, no maybe you dropped them. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. Richie. That would be so helpful. It'd be weird if uh, if uh, Doctor Boxley dropped your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Using the chain, all of you are able to get to the vehicle shed. You get inside and finally. When the door is closed, you're in cover and you 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 can hear each other again. Lieutenant Brenner gestures with a mittened glove towards the rat box <laughs> and says, please, lead on. I enter. Everyone, well, uh, Lieutenant Brenner goes in. Yeah, I, I follow you yep. inside. Fantastic. Maybe I say to you, you know, you know what I've been craving lately? An omelette. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lieutenant Brenner. Is he making fun of me, though? A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Lieutenant Brewer laughs at that joke as well. He thinks that's funny. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to... I'll go do these. No, 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 no. Lieutenant Brewer puts up a hand. No, don't go without someone. Uh, All right. Are you two going to be okay here? Yeah, can we right? What do you reckon, Grandpa? I think so, yeah. He seems capable. All right. All right. I don't want to put anybody out. I know where they are. No, you cannot go on your own, he says. Okay. I, I... Please, please, let me come with you. All right, then. He steps up and walks with you to go out and inspect the uh, the, the geomagnetic sensors. Yeah. You, in a similar way, they're not actually connected, but they each of them casts a very bright light, so it's hard to lose your way. You can see them quite easily. Cool. Well, I just start. I'm hasty, so I, I want to get this done, so I, get my, I want to get the readings. You move to the first one. You turn it off and on. Then you move to the second one, turn it off and on. 
The third one, you turn it off and on. Oh, Dr. Boxley, you find his glasses. Hey, you did bring them. <laughs> a rat's not wearing them, is it? No. <laughs> you find they're in like a, a, do you keep them in a carry case maybe? No, but there's a string, so they should be around my neck. I don't know why they weren't. <laughs> yeah, you find them. String, maybe the string is broken. It looks like a rat chewed it. Okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I pick them up. I'm like, oi, Grandpa, I've got some good news. I've got some bad news. Give me the good news. All right, so I've got your specs. Fantastic. I don't want the bad news. <laughs> okay. Well, I think your rats uh, have been at it again. Those bloody blighters. <laughs> <laughs> Can I search for the rats? Absolutely. Great. Let's do it. Do you want to help him search? Yeah. You've got your glasses on now, too. I've got them on. Oh, I mate. can fucking Powerful. see the whole world. All right. Between the two of you, as you're scrambling around, mm. you find the rat nest, but not the rat. Oh. oh. Okay. Then- How big's the nest? It's not a very big rat nest. You think there's probably only one. Oh. You hear a scrambling noise, and then both of you turn around to see on the kitchen table in the, in the rat box, there is a rat- <laughs> Which has, it's dragging, the noise that you heard is it's dragging a can of condensed soup <laughs> with its mouth. The rat freezes when you see it. Uh, so one of my, like, uh, some equipment that I have, I carry a pocket full of wheel nuts. Mm -hmm. Can I take a wheel nut out and throw it at the rat? Absolutely. You, conk, conk, conk. The wheel nut slams along the table, but the rat leaps, abandoning its food, hits the ground and runs. Dr. Kitten. Yeah, so we're walking along doing this, and what we're doing, I'm like, so, yeah, no, that's why I think fighting a horse-sized ant would be scarier than fighting, you know, a bunch of ant-sized horses. I couldn't imagine fighting either, to be honest. But I think if I had to pick, I would go with your option, yes. Oh, that's good. That's good, Lieutenant. Yeah. <laughs> he seems genuinely like he's got <laughs> like a thousand yards stare at the <laughs> idea of this. You get to the sixth one, you turn it off and on. You get to the seventh one, you turn it off. And on. And the and eighth then, one. Adam, do I turn it on and off again? And then you are about to complete the circle and return back to where you began. The rat sprints out of the rat box yeah. and into the shed. Do you want to follow it? Oh, yeah. I try to get ahead of Richie and yeah. just be like, Oi, Richie, come on, mate. Leave him be. He's all right. Look what he did to the rat box. We have to stop him. No, we'll just catch him, mate. We can be like a little pet for our facility. Oh, yeah. I am a pacifist, so this has now become a situation of, has the rat done enough to warrant being stepped on by me? <sighs> the dilemma taking place within you right now is enormous. And I, not, not you, Richie Brain, you just Sean Carney. Yeah, I know. Well, then, maybe we should go and find that Dr. Kittens and see if he needs any help. Forget about the rat for now, but if he does any more damage to the rat box, you won't be able to stop me. Can't be honest with you, mate. I'd rather spend more time with the rat than kittens. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, we can't, I can't go by myself, so we're kind of at an impasse here. Yeah. Can I try to like get the, what was it, sweet and condensed milk? Is that what it was on the table? The rat it was, a, table? I, I believe, tomato soup. Oh, tomato say? soup. Yeah. Okay. I, I grabbed the soup and opened it in the hope to sort of draw the rat towards me. I generally want to capture it for its own safety. You get to the eighth one. And you start turning it around. Yeah, so anyway, I think my favorite times table is nine times three. I don't know why. I just think it's real neat. Lieutenant Brewer, who's got his arms folded for warmth, obviously, and he's looking, kind of just scanning around. For the first time, he doesn't look like he's listening to you. <laughs> I don't notice. Okay. <laughs> I just, uh, nah, my empathy's pretty high. Or I, I turn away from the device. What's on your mind, Lieutenant? Do you see that? 
Do I see? I look to where he's looking. He points with a mittened hand again out far away in the direction, you know, vaguely in the direction of the Soviet base. You can see that there is a bright light on the horizon. Ooh. To be able to see it through this snowstorm must mean it is an intensely bright light. Maybe they got some new gizmo out there, the Russians, eh? Maybe, 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 oh, he geez, says. That's a real bright light. Kind of, you look at it and you close your eyes and it's still there, kind of bright light. The rat slowly coaxes its way out from behind a pile of wheels mm-hmm. and comes up to eat from the can. Great. Are you just letting this happen? I've come around to his thinking. Yes. Okay. Because as a pacifist, the rat does not deserve death, but if I can let him capture it, it will hopefully stay out of the rat box, stay away from the wires. So can I try and pick it up? You or can is four with a specialty in wild animals. Fucking hell. Well, that you should be the biologist. He's a fucking gun. Look at this brain. He's lived a long life. I mean, he's he's 70. He's, you know. You scoop the rat up in your hands and you are currently holding it. The rat is, it's still content in eat. Maybe it got like a big juicy bit of a skinned tomato and it's Mm -hmm. just hoeing down into that tomato. It does not care about the world around it right now. Can I hand it? To Doctor Boxy, yeah, you do so. Is there is there anything in our vicinity, sort of what's what's around us that we might be able to maybe store it in or something like that? Hmm. I've um, got a I've got a little pouch in my tool bag where I store my wheel nuts for when I throw <laughs> a bunch of wheel nuts in there. And he, I to, if I have to like swing it at somebody, right? Yeah. Maybe I can give him the pouch. I pour the soup in your pouch, yep. and then we pop the rat in with it. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Do you want to name the rat? Boom! <laughs> no. The bright light from the Soviet station dies for a moment and then the ground shudders and you see an explosion a massive explosion from the soviet base it rocks both you and lieutenant brewer you are both knocked onto your ass oh geez that's a that's not a good sound lieutenant brewer scrambles to his feet and he says get the other two go inside now but uh, you said we couldn't, uh, you know, be out here by ourselves. He shoots you a look like, don't ask, just do. Okay, sir, yeah, you betcha. I'll, uh, I'll go get the others. Um, Before I go, is <laughs> did it knock over the doohickey? Yeah, it did. Can I just put that back up and then run You back? absolutely can. Right. <laughs> Lieutenant Brewer sprints in a unknown direction. Can I gauge what direction he's sprinting in? You can see that he is heading, he sprints back towards the main building where your living quarters are and everything. You can see that he's not heading towards the nearest door. He's heading towards the far door, which is where the geology lab, specimen lab, map room, radio room, and supply room two are. Okay. I just make a mental note of that and then I head back to the... Where you boys are. Yeah. You enter into the vehicle building. Both of you heard that shudder. I was going to say, yeah, okay. Um, okay, boys, we got to get back inside. Lieutenant's orders. Why, what'd you just do, kitten? Oh, I didn't do that. That was them Russians. Yeah, no, we are out there, uh, you know, fixing all the all the readers. And uh, there was this big uh, bright light on the horizon. And then boom. I, I kind of take a beat and I remember what um, Se- Semenov told me earlier today. Uh, I don't say this to kitten because I don't respect him. <laughs> I turn to him and say, oh, do you know what? That Semenov, he was telling me that uh, the Russians were going to do something to create a little more direct competition. Did you tell anybody about this? I'm telling you, Grandpa. What am I going to do with this information? I'm a handyman. Well, we need to tell the lieutenant that. Yeah, for sure. We got to go. He, he, I, I know where he went. He's gone over towards the radio room. So much. We can't even see out here. I've got my glasses on. There's just 
Yes. No, but it's I, everywhere. I, I know which way he went. We just got to get back to the main base. I hate to agree with Kitten, but I think we better do it. Uh, lead the way, Kittens. All right, let's go. Who's the two I see if the lieutenant dies? Do we know this, the chain of command? Does it dip to, like, Richie Bryan handyman? <laughs> you can do it all. Well, uh, no, there is really no two I see. It's not, <laughs> you would not assume the two have needed one. That's crazy considering where we are Problematic. and the amount of things yeah. that could kill us. <laughs> Maybe they assume that a bunch of clever people like you could work it out. <laughs> All of you get back following the chain. All of you get back into Alpha Base. You're, you went into the nearest door, though, so you're by the kennels. You can hear, woof, 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 woof. all the dogs are freaking out. I ignore the dogs. I'm just heading towards the lieutenant. Okay, I think I take a beat because I do care about the dogs. So I maybe right. just jump in and check on them. You jump in. You can see all of the dogs are, they're in the kennel. They seem okay, but they are quite clearly freaked out by the explosion. All right. I sort of just like, boys, boys, it's all right. It's all right. Start comforting. You calm the dogs down. They're like clearly still a bit spooked, mm. but you can see that they're not, they're not going to freak out anymore. Okay, cool. Are you, Brain, are you going with kids? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. or Boxley. I'm still with Boxley, just because right. I'm also a bit of an animal boy, and yeah. I was just cool. waiting to see if he well, Let's remember, you still got a rat in your pouch as well. That's true. Do I have the pouch? I thought you had the pouch. Oh, do I have the pouch? Okay. I gave it to you. Yeah. Oh, right. The rat is yeah. your responsibility. I was imagining you wearing it as like a bum belt. I mean, I can put it in my tool belt for now if you want, but ultimately, no, no, I don't want anything though, to do with yeah, that. That's right. Okay. Well, Kitten, you as you approach that, well, you pass by the sleeping quarters and you can see the door is open and a few people are, well, everyone is awake, but a few people have stepped out into the hallway. I would say that Palmer, who's maybe the closest, turns around and says, you know what happened? Oh, yeah, the Russians, they're uh, doing something crazy. Boxley said he talked to them earlier and they were blowing stuff up or some such. I'm just making shit up because I got Bloody hell, idea. not starting World War Three or whatever, are they? Oh, no, I don't think so. But uh, we got to go find the lieutenant. He went down here. We got to tell him. Uh, all right, all right. I'm going to quickly do a little check to make sure everything's still in work and order, he says. He walks off in one direction. Uh, maybe I would say... Uh, Van Wall maybe comes with you. 
everyone else either stays where they are or goes and does something else. You head towards that end of the building and you can see the door to the radio room is open and there is a light coming through. Yeah, I approach the... Sure enough, Lieutenant Brewer is sitting at the desk and you can see that he's trying desperately to do something at the at the radio console. Oh, hey, Lieutenant. Uh, I uh, just... Uh, oh, where'd he go? I, I don't even realize <laughs> I've lost the two of you. <laughs> Barkley was saying that uh, that the Russians were doing some weird stuff or some such. He was talking to that uh, biologist, Dr. Uh, 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 Semantic. Brewer puts the receiver... The speaky bit. Yeah, he puts the he puts that down. He turns to you and he says, with the everything he says, gesturing outside, the radio is not working. You said, sorry, you said uh, Boxley knows something. Who are you trying to radio, sir? It's anyone. He says. Oh, why, why do you, do you, do you think they're doing? I mean, Blair was saying, you know, maybe World War Three. Jesus Christ! I hope not. He stands up. Um. Uh. Uh. Yeah, no, Boxley was talking to the Russian feller today, and he said that they were trying to, like, escalate or, or, or do some such. I Look, I'll be honest, I was a little rattled. I didn't really hear or pay much attention. He wasn't even talking to you. <laughs> Brewer, you can see, like, in a stressed sort of way, rubs his entire face. All right, all right. Um, uh, uh, can I get you and Boxley in my office, please? Okay. Uh, hey, Van, do you think it might be them aliens? Van... Just doesn't respond. He, he, oh, fuck, what is, does Van believe in aliens? No, he shakes his head. <laughs> he, he, he turns away. He's not listening to you anymore. He walks, uh, he walks away. As Brewer comes out of the radio room and heads towards the opposite end of the building, which is the, his office, he just barks a few orders at different people, making sure that everything's still in working order, nothing's broken. He gets Dr. Lloyd to check to make sure that her specimens are okay. But instead of grabbing you to make sure yours, uh, your lab is okay, and instead of grabbing Boxley to make sure his lab is okay, mm. he just snaps a finger at both of you, and he says, my office now, please. On the way there, I do just want to check the map readout thing. All right, you could quickly duck your head in there, yeah? I want to tear it off, because it would have been reading, because when we turned yeah, stuff absolutely. back on, it would have uh, been working again. So I tear it off. Absolutely. And I bring it with us. <laughs> Lieutenant Brewer does not specify anything about you, Richie Brain, but if you come with, he's not going to say anything. So would you like to come with? I'll come with. So Dr. Boxley, do you think it's the aliens? <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, didn't I tell you not to talk to me? Well, yeah, but I was before, and now yeah. this is a I don't want to hear about the aliens or your times tables or none of that, all right? What, al- <laughs> what aliens? What, what is this? Well, you know how there's, like, you know, possibly oh, some aliens out there. Don't what? encourage him. You know, in the World War, they saw, like, there were pilots who were, like, there were things in the Which sky. Which war? Which the, war? The second war. The big war. Oh, I didn't go to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, in that one, they reckon, they reckon they saw, you know, uh, flying things. Well, Saucers and such. Can I ask you something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This morning, right? You put on your pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you put on your top. Yeah. Yeah, and you didn't think to bring your brain. <laughs> <laughs> um shut down. Oh. No, I guess not. Uh No. The doctors are very harsh to one another. <laughs> Uh, Kids is a little bit crushed. <laughs> in Dr. Brewer's office, you can see <laughs> there uh, there's a few uh, bits and pieces here and there. Things the Brewer, like lots of filing cabinets, that sort of stuff, just where Brewer keeps like official documents or any like results from any tests, mm. stuff like that. You can see he's got a big desk that he uses. And on the desk, if you've ever been in his office or even just peeked in, you've probably seen this. There is on a little display holder on the mm-hmm. front of his desk, there is an old World War II German Luger pistol mm-hmm. resting there. 
I don't know if any of you have ever asked him about it. I Adam. I absolutely have. <laughs> well, maybe in that case, he told you that it is his favorite weapon ever. Because during World War II, in 1945, he was in West Germany when they surrendered. And a German officer, a high-ranking general, was supposed to present officially present to him to surrender. And as part of that, he presented him with this pistol. And the German officer, the general, said that he had never used it in combat. It was the only time he had ever used it was here right now giving it to Lieutenant Brewer. And Lieutenant Brewer told you that he has also never used this pistol. And so that is why it is his favorite gun ever, because it has never been used except in peace. Uh, I don't register this at the moment. I've been insulted, so I'm just looking at my data, sadly. (laughs) (laughs) Lieutenant Brewer sits behind the desk, and he gestures for the three of you. There's, like, space for... If if you just grab some chairs, there's space for you to sit. Okay. So all of you sit around the desk. Boxley. Yeah. uh, You know something something was happening with the Russians? Yeah, I'm trying to also stereotypically just, like, hide my rat. Friend, okay, okay sure. back, just, yeah. yeah, that Semenov, he was uh, he was acting a bit a bit funny today when we were looking at the seals. He sort of he kind of alluded to something, but I couldn't quite get it out of him. He said something about a bit more direct competition that something was sort of ramping up a bit. Direct competition, what does that mean? It's not like it's not kicking off, is it? Well, he was more talking about sort of the the trials and tests we were doing, but he he wasn't being very specific. <laughs> He says, what the fuck could that mean? <laughs> well, we've got we've got the, f- the three tests that we're currently running and then the one that is soon to run. Is it? You've seen him do this before. If he's incredibly stressed, he just does like a rubbing his face sort of thing. And he does that now. Okay. Um... Have I been able to get anything from the data that I took from the machine? You look at it, you see that it's kind of like a steady readout of too much energy, basically, the the like error readout that you were getting. And then at about 10 minutes ago, it suddenly changed. Like the readout became nothing, and then it turned to a normal readout, like the one that you would just normally expect on any night. Okay, so uh, this is interesting. You'd think, like, with a big explosion of some kind of, you know, well, if it was a nuclear kind of thing, that there'd be, like, some electromagnetic stuff going on. There's none of that? No. There was all the stuff in the storm. And then maybe when the bright light went off, there was nothing. Like, I'm not saying, like, there was, like, no explosion, but, like, no magnetic activity at all for, like, a little bit there. And then it just came back to normal. That's unusual, says Brewer. Well, like, there's electromagnetic activity all the time, yeah. Like, it's constant, and I okay. hold up the... I've So it's been doing it for, like, the whole night. Sure, right? yeah. I didn't just tear off a bit. I brought the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> you sure, yeah. And I'm just yeah. Like, like, I pull it out, I'm like, see, look, constant. And then right here, nothing, and then it's back. So, uh, I don't know what them Russians are doing, but, uh, might be aliens, eh? <laughs> I mean, I just don't think we can roll out that possibility. You need to stop saying aliens. I'm going to put this rat in your mouth. What rat? Uh, no, uh, never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the fact of the matter remains that as much as I would like to check to make sure they're okay, it would be too dangerous for us to go there, even with the, the Arctic. Uh, sorry, what, what were you calling it? 
It's called the rat box. The rat box. Even with the rat box, it would be... Um, oh, just by the way, just really quickly, I know this is neither here nor there, but if anyone outside of this base talks to you about that, can you just call it the Arctic uh, uh, Cruiser, please? <laughs> You're talking about the rat box? Yeah, yeah. Can you call it the Arctic Cruiser, just as a favor to me, he says. If I remember. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, he says. All right, so, uh, yeah, uh, uh, um, there's no there's no way we're getting to there, getting to them and coming back safely tonight. So tomorrow, we'll check it out to make sure they're okay. But for tonight, as hard as it is, I think everyone deserves a good night's sleep. Okay, do you, wanna, do you want me to keep doing readouts for a bit? See if, uh, you know... Take the night off, he says. Okay. If you want to keep going, feel free to. If you see anything worth mentioning, feel free to mention it. But if... <sighs> he stands up. He seems a bit rattled. If um, you don't want to, you don't have to. What do you think it is, sir? I wish, I wish I knew, he says. Okay. I wish I knew. Does anyone stay up tonight? Yes. <laughs> you stay up at the readout? Yeah. All right. I what go you... in search of a box for my rat friend. You, easily enough, find a box of sorts. Maybe it's like a tin mm-hmm. for keeping biscuits in, mm. and it's not being used currently, so you can put him in that. It's quite a big tin as well like one of the ones you know the the ones that actually don't ever have biscuits they always have sewing <laughs> right, stuff yeah, in yeah, them yeah 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 one of those tins. okay great and uh because of that the rat's name is biscuits <laughs> wonderful i love it do i get my sack back uh that's my sack now brother my, that's my soup sack now <laughs> what am i gonna put my wheel nuts in <laughs> put them with your glasses <laughs> oh wait you fucking lost them oh, again <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't because they're around my neck now. I uh, yeah. fix the rope. Was there anything you wanted to do? No, I won't go to no? bed. Right. Can I look back over the previous readouts and see if there's any readouts that Ooh. have the same pattern as what happened tonight? You see nothing like this. Whatever happened just now, it is it's the first time. The first time, maybe ever, that this has happened. <sighs> That's bad. November 11th, 1952, two weeks from now. Okay. <laughs> clack, 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 clack. Two expensive-looking black wingtips move along a polished surface. The surface is its tiled, and you can see, resolving on it, as you zoom out, you see Central Intelligence Agency. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, okay. Bastards. The expensive-looking wingtips belong to a very hurried-looking man. Underneath one arm, he has a dossier, a Thick binder full of documents. Oh, I love a thick binder. He walks up to two armed guards, U.S. Army. They have assault rifles. There is a metal detector between them. They look very suspiciously at this man as he leans into one of them, whispers something to one, walks over to the other, and whispers something to the second soldier. Two different code words must be said within five seconds of each other and must be said without hesitation otherwise this man knows he will be shot on the spot these two soldiers will kill first and ask questions later he walks through the metal detector he approaches an elevator the elevator has one more armed soldier as he approaches the elevator he leans in a single bead of sweat runs down his brow and with practiced precision, he punches in a series of numbers. The elevator doors open. The man steps inside the elevator. The doors close and he falls 
so far into the bowels of the earth, he might as well reach the core itself. Hmm. When the doors open again, he steps out into a room that five people have access to in the entire world. (laughs) He steps into an office, and as the door closes behind him, he looks at the only other man in the room, two people who have access out of five to this office. He waits, knowing that he needs to wait, and distantly above them, a sound makes its way from one end of the room to the other end of the room. When it stops, then he speaks, knowing now that their meeting could not possibly be bugged. What the fuck? Deputy Director. He walks over and sets the folder in front of him. This is all we have. The Deputy Director turns around in his chair. An old man, possibly in his 60s, maybe even 70s. He leans back and picks up the dossier. In his weathered hands, the dossier nearly collapses, but he very gingerly opens it up and begins flipping through it. There's a long, quiet moment. The deputy director speaks. Finnegan, is this all we have? Finnegan nods. Yes, sir. Unfortunate, he says. Finnegan speaks. Uh, What about the sole survivor? Adam, son of a bitch. The deputy director picks up a black and white photograph. His face winces. Jesus Christ. This person is alive? Shit. (laughs) In a manner of speaking, says Finnegan. Send it to sub-basement 2J. This is Blackwatch's problem now. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.